Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Encourage Project. I'm Amy Fairchild, and I know there are pet owners in our community, and if you're like I am, you may be one of those pet owners who talks to your pet. (laughs) I do that. (laughs) In fact, this morning, I was making coffee, and my little cat, I have a little black tuxedo cat, and his name is Whitey Malone. And he was sitting in the kitchen, or just watch me make my coffee. And I just looked at him and, and I was talking to him and, and I broke out in song. <laughs> like, Whitey, Whitey, you're so sweet. You have the cutest little pretty cat feet. <laughs> he just looked at me like, yikes. Anyway, please tell me I'm not the only pet owner who sings to their pet. If this is your first time listening to the Encourage Project, please do not hit stop and run away. It is not always this kooky. And whether it is your first time or your 50th time, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so grateful that you've joined and that you're a part of the community now. Hit subscribe. And at the end of today's podcast, give us a review. You know, share some comments with us. Give us feedback. Tell us what's working and, and, and what you'd like to hear. I'm always so excited to hear from folks in the community. I also quickly want to remind you that the Encourage Project is more than this podcast. You know, the Encourage Project is actually a consultancy, and it was a consultancy long before the podcast came along. And I work with people one-on-one on their own human projects. In addition to that, I do public speaking and I work with groups and organizations to drive change through project management. So if you're someone who might be interested in in partnership with me and in working together on some of the things that you want to achieve, please reach out and let's see how we might work together. I'd be delighted to talk to you. So welcome. Today we're going to talk about the R in PAR. A couple of episodes ago, I introduced the idea of getting your projects on PAR, and PAR is an acronym for plan, act, and reflect. And I talked in one episode about planning and how plans don't have to be perfect in order for you to actually begin to take action. And then I did an episode on taking action and how fear is something that we can work through and become friends with. And then... Today, we're going to talk about reflection. So reflection is that opportunity to make a conscious assessment of your progress in your human project. You know, many of us are very familiar with the notion of just go, 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 do, 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 and and keep pushing and keep going until you get to the very end. And I would argue that Every time we do that, we miss opportunities. And so reflection gives us that conscious pause in our projects to do that assessment. Now, reflection is not a halt. It is simply a pause. It provides that opportunity to ask questions like, what's going well on my project? What things need some attention? And even more than that, what have I learned What insights do I have and what information have I gathered? If you heard or listened to the episode when I first introduced the idea of PAR, I mentioned in that episode that reflection is not a license to beat yourself up. 
It is not a license to go, oh my gosh, here's all the things I shoulda, coulda, woulda, but didn't. Reflection truly is that opportunity to objectively look at what you've done, how it's worked, and what you can do differently as you move through the next phase of your project. The act of reflection gives us an opportunity to do a couple of things. One is refine. As you've collected data through action and an initial assessment of what you've done, you have the opportunity to ask some additional questions in refining your human project. For example, has your vision become more clear as a result of the action you've taken so far? We talked about how vision doesn't have to be perfect in the very beginning and that oftentimes a vision will become more and more clear over time. Is your plan ripe for refinement as well? Does your plan need some adjustment? Did you maybe think you were going to do much more than you've been able to accomplish? And maybe you need to narrow the scope or maybe you need to narrow the breadth of what you're doing so that you can maintain forward momentum and achieve your project. Do you need more resources? Do you have an opportunity to refine your thinking? Does your attitude need a tune-up? Those are all kinds of refinements that we can make in our human projects as a result of having done some conscious assessment through reflection. And the other thing that we can do in the reflection phase of a project is reward. You know, I talk about ahas, oh no's, and yippies. And yesterday, I actually had an interview with a guest that you're going to hear in an upcoming episode, and she very specifically said that she's not the best at celebrating her own progress. And we talked a little bit about that. You know, celebration is not self-indulgent. And I think sometimes we get hung up on, oh my gosh, you know, I'm being conceited if I celebrate my own progress. No, sometimes we're our own and only cheerleader. And taking that opportunity to say to oneself, hey, good job. You know, you did what you said you were going to do. It doesn't matter that maybe you haven't achieved the result you wanted to just yet, but by virtue of having had a vision and created a plan and taken some action, that is worthy of celebration. And reflection gives us that opportunity to identify the things that warrant some celebration. You know, and celebration doesn't have to be, and reward doesn't have to be monetary. It can be, I'm going to take 30 minutes and read this book that I've been wanting to read for the last three weeks. I'm going to get through a chapter of this book. Or it could be, I'm going to go make myself a cup of hot chocolate and sit on my patio and enjoy the fall day for an hour. Reward is anything that brings us peace and joy and feels like, ah, just a breath. And then kind of the other thing that reflection sets us up for is resuming our human project. So through reflection, we take that pause and we make that conscious assessment. We identify some refinements and hopefully we identify some rewards and celebration. And then it sets us up for the opportunity to resume. Human projects are not linear in fashion. They just aren't. They actually are very cyclical. They are iterative because most of us don't have everything figured out in the beginning. And as we refine over time, the plans change right? Reflection says, okay, I've done this stuff and I've refined a bit and now I can resume. I have a clearer vision. Perhaps I have a clearer plan. Perhaps I I have a narrower scope or I know exactly which actions need to come next. And the beautiful thing about that, on top of it being smaller bite sizes in, in progress to our objective, is that with experience, that iterative approach to achieving our projects actually creates momentum. 
the more we learn, the easier it becomes for us to take action the next time. And that in turn creates speed and momentum. How does reflection work in real life? Well, I can give you an example from the Encourage Project. When I initially had a vision for the Encourage Project, I knew a couple of things. I knew I wanted to take my life's purpose, which is encouraging and edifying people. And I wanted to offer that in a way that was easily consumable, that was not complex, (laughs) and wasn't specific to its target. Because I believe that literally anyone can take advantage of project management to achieve the things they want to achieve. And so when I met with my friend Casey Weatherford of Kind Creative Co., she's the one who is the brilliance behind the brand of the Encourage Project. When I met with her initially, my vision wasn't crystal clear, but I knew a couple of things. I came to her with a vision, and then she and I put together a plan to develop the brand. And the first phase of that plan was to do some brainstorming and she was going to ask me a ton of questions and then she was going to present me with a mock-up of what the brand could look like. So we did that. I came with a vision. We did the first phase of the plan. We did a big brainstorm thing. She asked me a ton of questions and then she went away and did her magic and a couple of weeks later came back and presented me with a mock-up of what the Encourage Project brand could feel like. It had fonts and colors and and representative pictures of what things could look like. And at that point, I had to take a conscious assessment and reflect where I was in the project. Had the actions that we had taken achieved the result that I wanted? And interestingly, some of it was spot on. Some of it was like, oh yeah, that's exactly right. We need to keep doing more of that. And some of it, not so much. The first color palette, for example, I was like, ooh, that is not me. So we needed to refine that color palette. And in fact, I actually changed the name of this whole thing. It was originally called Encourage to Shine. And the more she and I talked about it and the more she and I talked about what I wanted to achieve and and who I wanted to offer things to and how I wanted to show up, that name just didn't fit. And so the Encourage Project was a name that actually came out of our reflection process. And it's beautiful. It's perfect. Reflection is that opportunity to look at what you've done and make refinements and then resume the work. And so we quite beautifully did that, I think. Thank you, Casey. So that's how it can work in real life. Now, some of you may be listening going, ugh, reflection sounds so mushy. (laughs) It sounds so touchy-feely. We're not doing anything in reflection. But I would argue that reflection is where the magic happens. Reflection is where the lessons are. It's where the growth is. As a result of reflection, you can discover renewed focus When I reflected on on the the color palette, for example, that Casey presented me, it didn't feel like me. And so I was like newly energized to figure out, well, what represents me? What gives me energy? What makes me feel good about offering the services that I offer? So reflection gives us that opportunity to discover a renewed focus. It also helps us cultivate renewed energy. Each time we learn something and we can become more efficient and develop more momentum, it naturally gives us renewed energy. 
And I will tell you, frankly, in my view, the most important thing about reflection is the reminders that it offers. Reflection is that opportunity to remind yourself of your progress, to remind yourself of why you're taking on this human project in the first place. And frankly, to remind yourself of your worth. Each and every one of us is meant to do great things in this world. And the greatness that each of us brings to the human condition, to the human experience is different. It's all different. Everyone's path is different. But you are worthy and whole and perfectly designed to contribute something to the human experience. And reflection is that opportunity to be reminded of that greatness. It just makes me smile. It makes me happy. One of the other things about reflection that I've learned over time is that reflection gives me the opportunity to practice and develop gratitude. I truly believe that gratitude is a habit that anyone can develop. I don't know that it necessarily comes super naturally for any of us, but it is something that can be developed and practiced just like any other habit. And what I have found is that gratitude is the one thing that I can give myself and create myself to give myself momentum to go forward. For example, I have learned and trained myself that sometimes when my project feels really awful, and frankly, it feels pretty shitty, <laughs> when I sit in quiet and I go through my reflection and I get into a space of gratitude, somehow gratitude feels like my soul extending a branch of hope to that darkest part of me. It's kind of like my ultimate self-help. Gratitude says, hey, here's one thing you might not have considered. Can we hold on to that until we take the next step? And it has worked beautifully for me. I would ask you to consider gratitude in the reflection process. As we head into the Thanksgiving holiday here in the U.S., it's coming up next week, I have done a lot of reflection on the Encourage Project. It's been an extraordinary journey so far, and I know my friend Barbie hates that word, <laughs> but it has been. And I am so grateful for the opportunity to share the Encourage Project with you and invite you to join me on this journey. It has been extraordinary getting to know some of you and to serve you and to create community with you. What action can you take this week? Is it time to reflect in your human project? Have you either made material progress in the project and it makes logical sense to take a, a pause and reflect, or maybe a sufficient amount of time has passed. Maybe you're not at a, at a milestone yet, but maybe sufficient time has passed where you've gathered enough information that you can make a conscious assessment of your progress. Is it time to reflect? And you know I love reflection in terms of ahas, oh no's, and yippies. Celebration is built in. Maybe there's something you can reflect on today. Join the conversation. Share with me what's going on in your human projects. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. As a matter of fact, you can find Whitey there. <laughs> I posted a picture of him last week. And I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email to hello at theencourageproject.com. Well, that's it for this edition. Thank you for sharing this time with me. Thank you for getting your projects on par. Happy Thanksgiving to those of you in the U.S. 
And to everyone else in the Encourage Project community, be safe, be well, and take care.